Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. We are back after a one-week hiatus due to Jedi Survivor, but we are back with a bang, so to speak. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came out the middle of this week, uh, the 3rd of May in the UK, the 5th of May, I think, everywhere else. But... Um, it is a good movie. Um, I'm very happy with this movie. I think it's, it's got a lot of good parts. Now, I will say, and this is one thing I think is very important to me, is that I don't think the movie is as big as everyone is making out. It's a good movie. It's a solid movie. A very good, um, you know, uh, capping piece to the Guardians property, but also a very good Marvel movie, a good MCU edition. I will say, though, yes, it isn't epic and that's 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 a good thing and a bad thing and we'll kind of discuss that so let's start with the bad thing for me i felt like this movie for being the capping stone could have been more spectacular more large more um it, it felt like in parts it didn't have quite the impact that i was wanting i'm not saying that it, it doesn't have impact it definitely does i cried you know, as most people will have watching this movie. I think some of its pacing had issues, though, and I think generally this movie was relatively contained, and that, that's okay, and that's the good thing as well. Sometimes these Marvel stories don't need to be huge. They don't need to be big. They can be small. But for me, as someone who's watching a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Galaxy being kind of the big part there, I feel like this movie... How do I put it? I feel like this movie could have been the Guardian special, if that makes sense. I feel like this could have been a really good special, and then I feel like the, the movie could have been something else, or in addition to that a continuation of that storyline. I feel like this was a very weird movie to have Rocket as the star of as well, by the way, because I think Rocket... He's a great character, don't get me wrong, and I think Rocket does carry the piece. I think the, the 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 Rocket scenes and learning about Rocket's past actually is good. I think the backstory, admittedly, is, you know, jarring when it's going back and forth between the rest of the movie, but I do think it's good. I do think it's a sound story. It's a very interesting story and a very interesting villain with the high evolutionary as well. But I think Rocket being in a coma in the now, the present of the movie, was very weird, and it... it, it, it created a situation where for most of the movie it wasn't it wasn't really like you didn't really have the main character so to speak and don't get me wrong a lot of the other characters had a lot to do in this everyone kind of had their moment nebula was a very big welcome addition to this set of like this time round. we had a lot more with nebula and it was very good it was very fun very enjoyable to have Nebula show up and to be a big part of this. Not show up, but you know what I mean? Be part of this team and be there in a big way. We haven't had that with Nebula before. Um, she's always been kind of ancillary to the rest. Um, but also seeing Mantis evolve and seeing the continuation of Mantis's story from the holiday special was great. Seeing Drax get kind of some resolution at the end of this movie. And Groot didn't really have much to do in this one, but understandably Groot, Groot didn't need that much to do in this one. There wasn't really anything to, to kind of um, expand with Groot this time. Um, and that's okay. That's fine. Uh, obviously, as well, Star Lord got his dues. He he was definitely like the, the core protagonist in this. And I think he... He had his moments, and obviously it, it's clear by the post-credit scenes that um, Star-Lord will be back in some capacity, which is very interesting, especially because him and Gamora did not get back together. I'm wondering if we're perhaps leading towards Star-Lord being part of 
another team or an earthbound team or whether he's going to have some kind of cosmic adventures of his own but centered around earth is he going to be involved in some kind of free and scroll situation who knows who knows what what's going to happen with star lord going forward but that is very interesting as well as the new iteration of the guardians including craglin uh groot rocket uh, Adam Warlock and um, Philavel, as well as Cosmo the dog, which Cosmo was actually a really interesting, fun little part of this movie. I'm very interested to see more Cosmo. I, Cosmo's a cool character. Um, obviously, I mean, who doesn't love a dog that talks? Um, but also Philavel, very interesting addition, though it is different from her comics counterpart because Phyla in the comics was a Cree, um, a Cree um character so in this it looks like she's different i don't know how much that's going to impact her character uh, there is some uh discourse right now that is detracting from her being added because they feel as if because she's a younger character being added uh, and also an lgbtq character being added that there is a little bit of a, a mesh there in which Marvel is continuously adding lgbtq characters as younger characters to avoid having to really um deal with that dynamic so to speak i would argue that's not the case i'd argue that what they're trying to do is promote longevity in a cast that arguably let's say the next guardians isn't until you know 2027 2028 like she's going to be a lot older by that point um and potentially they'll recast her even depending on when they're doing it if they do a timeline jump etc um i think that's kind of the thing that you need to be aware of here is that Yes, it does look that way on surface. Yes, it does look that way on paper. They've done it with America. They've done it with um, the Maximoff kids technically, but that was because of story. That was like literally because of story. Um, they needed to be conceived, so to speak. Um, but I think it's more to do with the fact that, you know, you need this to kind of, you need this to be a franchise that lives, so to speak. And you can't, they, they learned the hard way with some actors that if you cast them at like middle age, by the time you're finished with them, they're they're entering older ages, so to speak. That's not to say that like you can't have an older character. You can, but you know what I mean. You know where I'm coming from with that. Um, so I get the point. I do I do understand the sentiment. I do think it can kind of look that way, but I think it's more to do with longevity of franchise and that those things will eventually be dealt with in these movies when they become relevant to the plot for example moon dragon will likely show up eventually i don't know how they're going to do that now with drax because moon dragon is in the comics drax's daughter but that, that could be very easily rectified that could be very easily added into an, a new movie uh, a fourth guardians or a, or, a, or a different guardians or even a different project altogether that could easily be done um so other than what I've said so far, what else did I think of the movie? I will admit, I don't think the music was as great this time. There were two that really st stood out. Um, nor is it No Sleep Till Brooklyn? I I'm sorry if I'm butchering the title. I'm really sorry. But that, that, that paired with the fight scene was one of the probably the best fight scenes in the MCU. Like sans like the end game battle, etc. And um the uh Florence Machine, I forget the name of the song at the moment, but the ending song, the, the kind of like dancing ending celebration song, that really hit. That was really good. Um, especially because you saw kind of um Drax dancing, etc. You see a real you see a lot of character development through actions in this movie rather than words, which is really well done to James Gunn to show things as much as tell things which you know a lot of people feel like they have to be told things i think it's nice to see it sometimes 
as well so that's really like a really um those two were the really standout ones i feel like the rest kind of fell away um movie like music wise but um camera wise i think there's some really good shots in this especially with adam warlock um there's some really good moments where they kind of like use the camera in a certain way to kind of almost hint at his powers to talk about his powers one a specific example is the kind of the hand of god moment where him and star lord touch fingers and he saves star lord it looked like the way they were they, they they've like moved the camera for that was actually really um it was like it was like it was like you were seeing a totally different perspective all of a sudden it was like it was a big shift in the camera and it was quite cool actually um there was other some moments like that i think there was one with adam very early on in the movie during the initial fight with adam um but i will say on adam i do think adam was underutilized i think for a movie that kind of suggested that he might be a big part of the villainy in this movie and then kind of subsequently change over to being a good guy he didn't really get much and even less so than him was his mother aisha um i think elizabeth Debicki was really underutilized in this movie i do feel like there was kind of no point in, i feel like it would have been just better if they didn't have um if they didn't have the subplot with uh how do i put it if they had the subplot with the org corp be like intertwined with adam and like um and aisha if that was like a sovereign facility i think it would have been better if it was like that all those people were sovereign and i feel like it would have been more interesting to see them having a little bit more time i also feel like aisha should have had really had a moment with the guardians to say like f you guys for what you did to me and my society I feel that would have really rounded off rather than the kind of blobble thing-looking suits that Nathan Fillion appears in, which, don't get me wrong, it was nice to see Nathan Fillion, especially in a role that he was actually on screen for. Um, but I do feel like it would have been better if that had been a sovereign facility because it would have added to the, the sovereign story in this movie. Now, don't get me wrong, otherwise, I think the movie was really good. I think character development was great. I think we leave it a very positive note. I also think it was very brave of James Gunn to, as I said before, leave the Gamora-Star-Lord relationship at the place it was, to not reinvigorate that flame and potentially leave them to other stuff. I don't know if Gamora's returning. I don't think she is because we've heard a lot of talk about Zoe Saldana kind of being done with the role. Same with Drax. We don't really know about Plum, um, Pom Pom Clementia at the moment. I I butchered her name. I'm sorry, Pom. Um, I we don't know what's happening with her at the moment. Um, as returned as regards her return. Um, Karen Gillan hasn't really said anything either. So those two could return at some point. It seems like Rocket and Groot will. It seems like they're going to be likely be part of this new Guardians. I don't know when we would get a new Guardians, if and when and how that would happen. Obviously, they'd be looking for a new director, considering James Gunn is now helming DC going forward, unless they do it where they kind of have James Gunn as a special representative for the movie alongside whoever ends up um, directing it. But it is interesting. It's very, it's very, um, it's a very... It's a very it's a closing time for the MCU, I think, because that was the last major franchise that hadn't had from the beginning bunch that hadn't had its third movie. Like that's like a this is the big like this is a ten year arc that is now over. This feels like the last vestige of what the MCU was way back at the beginning, um, which is crazy. Um, and exciting too because it means what do these characters go on to next especially the Star-Lord thing I'm very excited to see what Star-Lord goes on to 
next. But yeah, I think this is a, I think this is a very good movie. I think it's got a lot going on for it. I think there's a lot of heart wrenching moments. I think you have a lot of heart wrenching beats. You have a lot of um, how would I put it? Heart in this movie. I think I think whilst I dislike the fact that this movie wasn't slightly more epic, I think actually this movie allows us to reevaluate feelings and characters and ideas a lot more than other movies have in recent MCU kind of time, so to speak. Like opposite to Quantumania, and I don't I like Quantumania. I don't think it's great. I do think it's okay. I do think it's a popcorn movie. Um, this one isn't, this one has a little bit more, this one has a little bit more going on for it. It has a little bit more thought provoking moments. It has actual conflict between characters that matters as well. For example, Mantis and Nebula have a little bit of back and forth and it doesn't really get reconciled, which is a shame. I feel like that could have done with a little bit more, you know, building of their relationships, especially like generally Nebula with the rest of the crew could have been expanded more. I actually think Nebula didn't speak to Rocket once in this movie like she spoke about him but not to him which is weird because i feel like they had the most at most empathy for each other outside of star lord and rocket's kind of dynamic um which which is a shame but you know these things there's only so much you can put in a, a, a i think it was a two and a half hour movie there's only so much you can put in those and this, this was a good movie and a sound movie um i don't really have much else to say on it other than that i think we're excited to see where this goes next. I think there's a lot to um, to take away from this movie as regards how the MCU can go forward. I hope that this success of this movie and the introspection on what matters in in Marvel movies, apart from just you know um, spectacle, because I think I like I know I'm saying that I would like more spectacle, but I think the separation from a spectacle every now and again is a good thing. I do think they're both worthwhile so i'm hoping that despite me not liking the lack of spectacle in this one which i think could have done with a little bit more spectacle if that makes sense i think i hope that they learn a lesson from this that people like something that's a little bit more nuanced does that make sense so what i'm trying to say is that even though i personally don't feel like guardians is needs to be like i think you could have done with a little bit more um flourish so to speak i can recognize and appreciate the fact that it didn't and i think that is beneficial for the mcu as a whole regardless of my fact that i think guardians could have done with a little bit less of it that makes sense i think it makes sense oh also one thing i did forget to mention this humor the humor in this movie i would argue is probably the best of the guardians movies so far um there's a time, there's a part where um I forget her name off the top of my head, but um James Gunn's wife is making a cameo as a like a controller in Orgle Cop, and um she gets shot in the leg by by um Gamora, and the the unholy scream that she lets out was just hilarious, like brilliant, like she like her she's shouting I've been shot I've been shot, and it was so funny. There's a lot of funny parts in this movie, and it's very 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 well done. I do think, like I say, it's the funniest of the three. But in terms of my ranking for the others, I actually think, and I know a lot of people will disagree, I think 2 still comes out as the best movie for me personally, with 1 coming just after and 3 being on the lower rung. And that's... But but that is because I think all Guardians movies are good. I think this is probably the most rounded out, fleshed out franchise compared to, like, I know a lot of people say the, Winter, um, the 
Captain America trilogy is the best trilogy. I now think probably the Guardians trilogy is the best trilogy. So whilst I'm putting three on the like as the worst of the three, I think it's actually arguably still great and probably still on the top ten MCU movies. Probably, um, yeah. So I, I I did enjoy this movie. I do think it's a good movie. I think it's got a lot going for it. I think there's some things I would have done better. I also think there's a lot of good humor in it. I think the music wasn't to my taste this time, but I think it could. I think it could grow on me potentially. I think it has the potential to. And there were some good ones. There's a really good fight scene. Really good character development. Really interesting villain. It's, sort of more maniacal than our usual villains but that's okay sometimes it's okay to have a saturday morning cartoon villain and uh yeah i think that's kind of where we're at with this one so i uh i won't um i won't overcook it i won't over um over you know inflate what this what i think this movie is i won't try and over justify why i feel the way i do i think i've made some relatively um controversial points i think i've backed them up as best i can and uh it's up to you guys to decide whether you agree disagree potentially there's some things that you could shed some light on for me that you think might be better um might be a little bit more you know um nuanced in their approach to the situation i i personally think this is a great movie i just think it's not epic and that's kind of my tagline for this one Great, but not epic. Um, and uh, yeah, so with that said, thank you guys as always for watching. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you're having a great time. And uh, we'll be back next week to discuss who knows. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm trying to kind of be a little bit more um, regimented in selection, but it's kind of hard. Um, we could potentially talk about Star Wars um, Vision Season 2, but that will be a week later. So unless something happens between there and then, maybe we'll do that. Or we could do another um, We could do another book reading. Um, not book reading, but um, discussing what books I'm reading at the moment is what I mean, mean to say. Um, so if you guys are interested in any of those, let me know. Um, otherwise, again, as I said before, thank you guys as always for watching. Thank you guys for hanging out and, oh, and listening. I always forget to say and listening. Thank you guys for watching slash listening. Thank you guys for being here and I'll see you.